1: To speak up, I'm wearing a towel. Oh. Smash. Shh,
2: get started. Welcome to Pass the Remote, I'm James Chalmers, and with me as always are my wonderful co-hosts, Ten harris Hello! And St. Nick Owen. Hello! i <laughs> St. So Nick Happy now. New Year. Guys, we're about to say goodbye to this wretched year, 2016. Yeah. Which, to be honest, I was thinking about the other day. Like, yeah, a lot of people died, and that sucks, but I actually had a really good year. But the second half of 2016 rocked for me. Mm. And, like, the thing about everyone dying, like, yes, it's really sad, and we're going to miss them, but everyone who died this year, there was a celebrity I never met, and they never had a physical impact on my life part of them that did impact my life is still available to me every day. Mm.
3: I think the sadness is knowing that the potential of what they could have done in the future is completely sure, gone. Absolutely. Like if you look at David Bowie, there's mm. no way you're ever going to hear any new David Bowie music. Did you listen to the new Something. David Bowie album yet? I did not, no. Okay. <laughs> so there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that um, was the point I was trying to uh, make. I, got, I just got sick of people, I got sick of the memes where it was like, yeah. Can you just stop it already, 2016? Yeah, yeah. like,
3: Poor Harambe, I mean, come on. Know. <laughs> was, you know, that's the biggest loss. We're still feeling it. That's why that. I'm not yeah, wearing right.
1: pants, guys. <laughs> yeah. Not <at> <laughs> um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just people die all the time. Mm. And uh, just like this year, it's a lot of celebrities. Next year, not many celebrities might die. Mm. Is anyone going to sh- give a shit about the yeah. normal people who are going to die know? next but year? The other like... thing
2: is, like, it might... I'm sorry, guys. Like, all the stuff that's been part of our pop culture and our lives growing up, like a lot of that was twenty years ago. Like that's right, it man. might actually increase. Like I think it's I think it's a chance it will. But it's hitting that upward swing now where like everyone that we've liked as kids mm. is getting to that point. Yeah, there that's were a few right. there were a few shockers. Like there are a couple of pretty young ones. Like Bowie and Rickman were both young. Carrie Fisher, unfortunately, was very young as well. Um, but
3: young in comparison to their age. You know, they weren't eighteen. Mm. Yeah.
2: So I mean but like they were like, like I mean, I think sixty is still quite young, but then there are a lot of people who were like in their '70s and '80s, and that makes sense that they would die. Yeah. Like, mm. it was not like George Michael was in his fifties; so that was definitely a shock as well. But a lot mm. of these people were older as well, so and it was a tough year. But also, kind of not really. I think people made a big deal out of you yeah. know something very natural, mm. and something that we're always kind of yeah. about, like we talked about in the last episode. We talked about Alan Rickman quite a bit in a number of movies, actually. Die mm. Hard and Love Actually. Like, I can watch those movies whenever I want and still enjoy his performance. It's very sad that he's gone. But the, he's going to have to go eventually. And also that dude like has got like, oh, so this. much wonderful work that I can go and revisit and enjoy, um, as do a lot of these people. So it's sad, so we'll say goodbye to them as we say goodbye to 2016. Guys, we've got a couple of things to talk about today. We have, uh, I think, two movie reviews. Tina and I have got a movie to review, and I think you've brought one of your own to review, I imagine? I'm reviewing something. It's not a movie, though. Oh, I'm intrigued. Colour me intrigued, sir. <laughs> uh, and then we have a couple of lists. We always do a discussion topic in the second half of the show. We're going to talk about the top 5 most shocking, surprising WTF, or just intriguing moments of television. We've been a little bit light on TV lately. And then we're going to do the top 5 movies of the year with about 200 honourable mentions. I feel like Tina's about to throw up or she's just no, her hair. Which is definitely a wreck, in a retching moment. Uh, movement I mean.
3: No moment. moment? Sure. I was like, I don't want to do this list.
2: <laughs> Guys, should we kick it off with a review?
1: Yeah, please do. I'd love to hear what...
2: Okay, Tina and I went and saw a movie,
1: um,
2: well, technically we saw it on New Year's Eve, and today is not New Year's <laughs> Eve, but for the theatrics of it, we went and saw it on New... Yeah, we said uh, We went and saw the Disney animated film Moana. Yes. We took my dad to go see it. In fact, I was going to get him to record a review for it today, but we just didn't have a chance. Oh, no, I would have loved to have got um, his take on it. But maybe we'll get uh, like a little PS for later on again to put yeah. a review in for us. Um Moana? M-O-A-N-A?
1: I I thought it was Mona. <laughs> uh, I
2: thought it was Moana. Money, I think i say Moana, so I think Moana. that's how it's pronounced. Starring a brand new actress, she's never done anything before, and The Rock, Dwayne mm. The Rock Johnson, someone whose movies I've never really paid any attention to, but after this one, I think I might. Um, Tina, do you want to start, or do you want to...
3: Yeah, I just thought it was great from the offset. I was like, this to me is so reminiscent of Pocahontas. Yep. And just because I love poke harness like that was my first love before harry potter mm. so i just i just thought this was fantastic it was fun the songs were great um the story was really good um the like little easter eggs were good um the animation was just like jaw droppingly amazing Possibly like the, the
2: water yes like yeah the water is Fantastic.
3: Oh my God. And like the hair and everything Mm. like that, like the wet hair and everything. Oh, it was just fantastic. And so like, yeah, I think it was really, really good. And I think, um, you know, I think it's going to have that same thing that Pocahontas had where it's like, you know, there's a massive following for it, but it's not necessarily like advertised. So Mm. I'd like to see it break that Pocahontas curse because you basically can't get anything Pocahontas. You know, mm. she's never included in the Disney princesses, um, and so you know Moana might not be, but I'd like to so see definitely a of in
2: that. Yeah, I know.
3: Um, but yes, yeah, so I'd like to see like some Moana merch, and I thought it was really good.
2: I think it's gonna be a huge Oscars contender. Really? Yeah. I think for music, for anime. I mean, especially for animation, like it's gonna be a huge Oscar contender. Um, so for those who don't know, the story of it, it's kind of two stories in one. There's Two kind of characters we follow. The first being Moana, who's the girl. Uh, she's the daughter of the chief on this island, and um, what happens is they find that like kind of the fish and like their food resources and stuff to die out around their island, um, and so she wants to go and travel beyond the reef where they live and see if she can find resources to help bring their island back to life. And her father's all against it. She's like, "No, it's too." D-. He's like, "It's too dangerous." Um, all sort of stuff, and we find out later. Or oh, I've actually it's it's kind of told parallel. So we find out in the film as well that this other character Maui, who's a demigod, um, uh, very uh, early like hundreds of years ago, went to this uh, island and stole this mystical trinket called uh, the heart the of the heart. The heart of someone uh, like Ma-
3: I can't remember.
2: Yeah, like Makita or something. Like there's a lot of kind of like uh, Polynesian names, whatever. Um, and he wanted to bring it back and like uh, use it to help make uh, the people the people's life better. Yeah. By stealing, he actually like unleashed this curse and started killing all the islands and stuff in the o- in the ocean, and that's what's happening now. So she has to go out against her father's orders and find Maui, who's this demigod, and use him to return this stolen uh, heart, so that they can essentially restore balance to the the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just wonderful. Like the rock, like the rock again. I've never really seen him. I'm not going to call him that. It's Dwayne Johnson. Like he's an actor. Like he's not the wrestling. He's an actor. His performance is so charming and just. Inviting, I mean, we want to watch every movie he's been. I'm like, I want to check out more of this guy now. He's got this one song that's really wonderful, and like, he's like his singing voice is incredible. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like, it was just deli- delightful. It was, yeah, it so was so much really fun. In fact, we, cause we took my dad, and on the morn, in the morning before we went to the movie, he called me. I was like, "Oh, what have we seen tonight?" And, and I told him, "I oh, was in the new Disney one, Moana." And it's like a pause on the phone. And he goes, "Oh, okay." Like <laughs> clearly, like not not impressed. Um, And then you know the first fifteen minutes, it's very song heavy. Mm. It's also very Disney Princess style song heavy. So a lot of girly tunes and stuff. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, like this is this one might, might be a rough one for him. <laughs> and then the story just takes off. And then like by the end of it, I talked to him. Like I'm like, so what did you think? I didn't. I kind of felt like maybe you weren't interested. And he goes, you know what? I wasn't, but I really enjoyed it. Like even my old man, who's not a big Disney Princess guy, I dug it. So. Yeah, yeah. So good for adults, good for kids. Yeah. You know, really well done. Like it's. I can't sing, like, high enough praise for this. There's this really great, like, scene where, like, these coconut people, like, mm-hmm. um, are trying to steal the heart as well. And, like, so there's, like, this pirate cool, ship. Yeah. It's almost, like, it it's, it's inspired supposed to be by like Mad, Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yeah. So they have, like, these, like, like post-apocalyptic coconut beasts, like, chasing yeah. them down stuff. Um, it's, yeah, like, uh, what's the name, the guy from um, uh, Fly the Concourse, one of those guys. Jermaine Clement. That's yeah. The one he plays the voice of, like, this, like, creepy uh, crab, crab who like steals steals
3: like uh, like shiny things yeah. mm. something like that and they're all encrusted onto his back and like and he like does that. this song
2: which is meant to be very Bowie-esque and stuff um no I I, I know we've finally been talking about it for a few minutes but there's nothing else I can really say like it's just wonderful mm. like a huge surprise so I want to go check it out So I'm just done with missing Disney films and cinemas like I didn't see Frozen in cinemas and then I loved it and I didn't see Zootopia in cinemas and then I loved it I haven't seen Dory yet but it's on my list I was like, you know what? Even if Tina doesn't want to go see it, I'm going to say Moana. Like, I really want to see it. And I'm so glad it was run in cinemas because it was just wonderful. Mm. So, uh, so this is the point where we give it a, a rating. I've am trying to. i been thinking this all time. What? How, How many, many coconut people will you give it? Oh, up? coconut people. <laughs> what did you okay. want to rate it out of?
3: Of the, I was thinking of the rooster. Crazy How many roosters. idiotic
2: roosters? roosters? Sure. Is it Weiwei or Pepe or something? I can't remember. Peepee? <laughs> <Sisi. laughs>
3: boo-boo, sissy. How many, um, how many coconut
2: people out of ten?
3: How many coconut people out of ten? I'm going to give it a nine point five.
2: It's high. Yep. I thought I was going to have a shockingly high one, but you have beat me. But I'm going to give it a nine. Mm. I don't give points, so that's that's. Mm. I think that's the highest score I've done on this show so far. That is impressive. Nine coconut people out of ten. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Nine I
3: can't and speak half highly coconut enough. Coconut people out of ten.
1: Really fun. Everyone should check it out. Yep. You guys something a review for us, it's not a movie. Well yeah, no, it's just purely, I was thinking today, in fact, um, mm. you know, I haven't really seen a movie since Rogue One, I uh, okay. haven't got a big release, but I started watching, I actually watched the pilot while you were at my house a few weeks oh, yeah. ago, and since then I've been just smashing um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm. so I'm, I'm into the second season now.
3: Oh, so, so good. i start the review by Derek. saying
1: I love it. So, His oh, yeah. Is
3: that? <laughs> yeah. Who's so Derek? Many
1: good Who's the guy
3: that you would, you know, like do all your busts? I don't know. I kind of spent a lot of time with Derek. Derek.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Like I thought I would get sick of because a lot of the characters are very theatrical, just in the way that I mean, like, uh, is it Rosa? Mm. I mean, the name, yeah. Like she's you know she's got that surly demeanor and she's always like threatening people. And I thought, is that going to get a bit old? But you see her start to like soften a little bit. Mm. Um. And I was never a big Andy Sandberg. Oh, wow. Fan. Okay. Oh, okay. But like, yeah. Like in this spot on. So good. Um, and the police chief, mm. uh, I can't think of his name. Hop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So For good.
3: Water, you're a genius.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, just he's like his deadpan delivery. So good. And also, I, I do love Terry Crews. So Yeah.
3: Fat Terry Crews is my <laughs> favorite thing ever. Yeah. Like, I
1: think that's in three.
3: Oh, my God. So, we you haven't seen the it. one where he eats the chocolate nibs?
1: No. Oh, okay. No. You're, oh, that's I, good. I just I to recently it. watched the one where they go on that diet, and they've oh. got, like, like, one grape in a bag. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> have you seen the steakhead episode yet? Yes. Yeah, where, the, where you have to look at the other Yeah. I was yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, nah, I'm really enjoying it. I like the uh, the arc involving um, Peralta and... Uh, Amy? Amy. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether... At the moment, she's still dating Teddy. Oh, yeah, that guy. I the Pilsner. Know. Yeah. Um... So yeah, no, I'm loving it. It's like my new favorite sitcom. Yeah, um, definitely. Great. I've it ticks the boxes of not just being a before bed show. Mm. Yeah. So I watch it anytime. time. Um, You're know, looking forward to. I'm hoping that seasons two and three on Netflix. I know season two is, but
3: three. Mm. My friend Emily, she um, she and her partner got a. Shout out to Emily as well because I'm pretty sure she listened. So hi, Em.
0: Hello.
3: Um, she um, <laughs> I was eating. Sorry. She and her partner got a little German Shepherd puppy. Yeah. And he's so adorable. I'll show you. And they named him Jake after uh, Jake oh, Peralta. Sweet. So it actually says yeah. Peralta on his little name tag. He's, he's so adorable. He's got the floppy ears. Look at him.
1: Oh, that's Isn't cute. Isn't he
3: gorgeous?
1: Mm. Um, yeah. A uh, few highlights. One of the ones is like, like uh, the the Captain Holt. So, down the line, and then there's that episode where he and Peralta um, on Thanksgiving they have mm. to go, for, uh, they've got to find the person who stole the money from the thing. Mm. Yeah. And, like, he's like, This is your name, you know, you, your wife was murdered, it's the only case uh, you haven't solved, The guy was wearing a yellow sweater. And then they go into that house where the family's fighting and they can't stop the fighting. He's just like, My wife was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> the person had a yellow sweater. <laughs> that
2: was um, really good. I will say this about Brooklyn Nine, because I love it, it doesn't let up, Like it's consistently good, oh, that's... Like, yeah. season three is great, and season four, what we've seen, actually I think we're a couple of episodes behind, I think i have got for you to watch still, is great, well in fact four, they did something I didn't expect, and it was actually, might pop up later in the show, yeah. I won't spoil anything for you, I'll, I'll change it so it's not spoilery, Yeah. but I was like, oh my god, they, they did something that I didn't expect them to do, they twisted it, and they actually did something and like changed the show up a little bit, um, and it's great, like, it's yeah. so, so good. Um, and like, yeah, like you fall in love with that, um, Amy and Jake, like mm. kind of back and forth immediately. Yeah. They're so good together.
1: Um, the only character who I'm not sold on is, um, is like, nah, the oh. receptionist. I can't oh
3: remember. yeah. Chelsea Peretti.
1: Yeah. Mm. The one with Gina. the nose. Mm, Gina. Yeah. yeah. The nose. Yeah. Um, like she's funny sometimes, but some, some bit hit and miss for me. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, that's oh, just not that funny. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, Boyle is hilarious. Yes, I love it. So I love his name.
3: Nicolaj, al- no Nicolas. Al- how
1: into food he is. Yeah. yeah. That episode where they're trying to like streamline the office for efficiency and mm. they're like, we can't have him near like the kitchen. And it's like every time he looks over and someone was making a sandwich and he, like it's <laughs> a montage of him, he's like brushing the top of the yeah. toaster <laughs> sandwich with oil and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> it's um and I'm so glad you got into it. Like I remember we watched that pilot. I I sold it pretty hard. I was like, this is one of the best parts I've ever seen. And, like, the amount of times you were like, I'm like, oh, maybe maybe he didn't, like, dig it as much as I did. But then rewatching it after seeing everything else, I did find it had declined in uh, how good it is. Just a little bit because what it becomes is so much better. I do think, but you just have to give comedies a few episodes Mm. as well. But as far as pilots go, because I've seen a lot of comedy pilots, I'm just kind of like, oof, like... Yeah. Like, you watch, like, the Seinfeld pilot. Yeah. (laughs) It's dreadful. Same with, like, the How I Met Your Mother pilot. Like... They did a Seinfeld thing with how much mother for the first couple of episodes with like a like a little bass music interlude. Yeah. Like in between like ad breaks and stuff. Um, and then like it becomes its own thing. But I think like that's a, a really strong starter. Like and one of the few shows that has like a strong pilot and keeps getting better, but like not to the point where it's like, oh, the part sucks. Like it's still good. It's just everything you need to know about that show, they do in that part and they do it well. Like yeah. you see who Gina as you see who Boyle is, you see who um Amy and Rosa are. Yeah. Did you get to you've seen obviously at least one episode with Craig Robinson, the guy who um oh what's it, what's his character's name? He's the one that's in love with Rosa and he's yeah. the, the car thief. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got I have Rosa, right Rosa, Rosa Rosa, Rosa Um <laughs> <Yeah. Rosa. laughs> yeah. uh,
1: Every time he shows up, like it's a great episode as well. Um, there's a few pretty good guests guest stars. There's one with Adam Sandler. Yeah, 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 and he's doing the stand-up, or whatever. Yeah, oh, it's like at that auction. Yeah, 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 and he's just like, "Yes, it's me, Adam Sandler. I'm a serious person." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad that you're into it, dude. Like, it's a it's a great show. So yeah, so far I'm giving it eight point five NYPD badges out of ten.
2: Nice. Mm. At
1: first, I he said five, I'm like, Well, that's
2: really harsh." After he's given a lot of comments, but then I realised just said eight point five. Um, I found ever since we've cut out like. Multiple reviews, but really streamlining the show. Because uh, that's a lot of reviews, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, we have another segment we do before we get into the topic of the week, and that is Trailer Trash. You guys got any trailers to review this week?
1: <laughs> we will get a sound effect eventually. Uh, trailers. Let's have a look. I don't think so. Well, I have one I can talk about. Go ahead. Uh, about a week
2: ago, maybe slightly longer, they dropped the trailer for Alien Covenant, the new Alien film really? coming out in 2017 directed by Ridley Scott his first since the original Um, and it looks awesome yeah I watched the Red Band trailer which means they keep all the swearing the violence and the sex in the trailer because it's for an adult audience and they really gave a real um, you can really tell what kind of film this is and it feels like the first one it's back to being a haunted house in space which is what we loved about the original Alien film it's looking. This it seems like there's at least one alien in this film based on the trailer alone. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride's in it, which I didn't know. Serious role. Yeah, he's in it. Like he's not the jokes, at least from what I got. The main girl from Fantastic Beasts is in it. And oh, she yeah. seems really good in it as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But my favorite thing in the trailer, and they show a couple of a couple of different moments, but there's this scene where like there's a couple in the shower, which is such a horror film trope. Mm. You just see them in the sh- like in the shower in space. And the camera pans down. You see their feet, and then out of nowhere, this long, sharp tail sneaks between their legs. Oh, and then it cuts to a reveal of the xenomorph's face right behind them, and blood splatters everywhere. Oh shit! Which means Alien is back in a big, bad way. Um, and I'm pretty sure Sigourney Weaver's in this as well, like based on what I've heard. Oh, that would be great. Um, so Sigourney and Ridley is never a bad thing. Uh, the trailer is awesome. Everyone should check out the um, the Red Man trailer as soon as they get a chance. I'm pumped for this movie. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, he's reprising his role from Prometheus, so it's the official Alien Prometheus crossover film that ties it all together. Yeah. Is Franco
1: in it? James Franco plays Branson.
2: There you go. You can never go wrong with Franco.
1: Is uh, Catherine uh, Water- Waterston, she's from Fantastic Beasts. I Base. think she is, yeah. Yeah. Anumi um, Rapace, from, she's from uh, Prometheus as well. She was? Oh wow, I didn't even look that far. That's great. Oh, Billy Crudup's cool.
2: Yeah, he, he was in the trailer quite a bit, Daniel Pryde, as we said. Guys, very cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to movie. checking that out. Yeah,
1: I see the trailer for Fifty Shades Darker dropped. Mm-hmm. I did not watch that. trailer. I did trailer. not watch
3: that.
1: I haven't even watched the first movie. No, nor have I. It's not my. I favorite don't think movie. we
3: need to waste our time with that. It's
1: definitely not my favorite movie of last year,
2: but it was of <laughs> <in> 2015, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the year it came out, I really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a classic then. Guys, that can only mean one thing. We're going to enter our first discussion topic, our first of two this week. How oh, exciting! Um, there are no quizzes, unlike last week with that Christmas episode, uh, but I'm sure quizzes will return. Mm. I think we should start with top 5 shocking, surprising, WTF, unexpected, slosh, slosh. I mean, uh, TV moments of the year. There were a lot of great things in TV, I didn't write down what we saw, but just to give people an idea, we had Westworld, Game of Thrones, <coughs> Stranger Things... Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Oh my god, Stranger
3: Things!
2: Walking Dead, Luke Cage, Daredevil Season 2. Brooklyn Nine-Nine had some strange stuff as well. Lots of things. Uh, So, before we get into the full list, do people have honourable mentions?
3: Alright, I already have to change my list. Uh Um, Because my list isn't very good.
2: (laughs) That's okay, my Christmas list last week was terrible. Yeah,
3: my list isn't very good. Um... I guess my honourable mention... I don't know if I should say it as an honourable mention or if I should swap something out. Because my number two is... Yeah, I'm going to swap it out. So my honourable mention is... Because we had the Olympics this year. Remember?
2: Did we? Yeah. I don't care about the Olympics, but sure.
3: But (laughs) do you remember this shocking moment from the... Already this sounds shit. Do you remember the shocking moment from the Olympics? When the gymnast broke his leg.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. That is pretty shocking, yeah. I That about. is, yeah. That yeah. all categories. Was, I know, right? Oh, it was, like, shocking. It was, what the fuck? It was gross. Yeah, mm.
3: so that was originally my number oh. two. So
1: um, your honourable mention. But now
3: that's my honourable mention. Also,
2: before we get stuck into it, luckily that was actually like a, lot, a real thing that happened, not a TV show thing. Spoilers, guys. We're gonna spoil everything. We're going to spoil everything. If, it's, if show. it's shocking or upsetting or unexpected, <laughs> it's definitely a spoiler. So, uh, you know, just enter uh, proceed with caution. I guess is what I would say. Mm. Um, who wants to go first? I'll oh, have...
3: does anybody else have any honourable mentions? I have
1: so many honourable mentions. So what I'm gonna do? I have more than five. Yep. But I've got a lot from one show. Yeah. And that'll be my, my number, number one. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to quickly reel them off as I'm going to have like three number ones because they're from the same show. If You know mm. what I mean? If you guys are okay yep. with that. Yeah, sure thing. I'm actually thinking I'm going to change something as well.
3: Maybe no. I should have kept... I thought that was going to... I should have kept that as my number two.
2: Actually, I'm not going to I'm not going to change it. Even though my list probably isn't as exciting as we all thought it would. Yeah, my list is probably less exciting than my honorable mentions. But screw it. We Or just do what we do on here. So mine's not this year though. Mine's... All time. It was meant to of the year.
1: Oh, that's what I messaged you this morning. Did you? Yeah. Okay, I have to change mine.
2: Go for it. You're, don't, like, let's break
1: the rules. Let's hear your shocking moments. Mm. Just mess with us, it's fine. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I think I messaged you because I was like, the shocking moments is that I wasn't sure if it meant, like, gruesome or, like, reveals or something mm. like that, but you said anything. And I think I messaged you, I was like, and is that this year or, or all time or something like that? That's okay. It's fine. What what happened
2: in 2016, Nick?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is, as you know, we're doing the review of 2015 now. Yeah. And this is still still your honourable mentions? No, mine, I don't have any. Okay, should I do my honourable mentions first? Okay,
2: cool. Uh, A lot of these are going to come up later, I imagine. So, I had to divide them by (laughs) show because there were quite a few shocking ones. In Game of Thrones, my shocking moments include The Truth of the Red Woman, Mm. being that she's actually Mm -hmm. quite a lot older than we thought she was. An old granny a not so shocking moment was Jon Snow is still alive I think we all yeah. kind of predicted that was going to happen and the wildfire attack in the season finale in which King's Landing went down yes mm. next out of, so after Game of Thrones I had some shocking moments from The Flash and the great thing is because those shows crossover, like they do half a season per year I get to do season 2 things and season 3 things so my shocking moments from The Flash are the prediction that Iris is going to die these are going to be nothing for you yeah uh
3: I don't remember that. Did what? she
2: die? The very last episode, um, the, Barry went to the future and he saw Savitar kill Iris. Oh yeah. Who's Iris? Iris his is his girlfriend. Oh no. Uh, we learn we get to see <laughs> the reveal of Savitar and he's a badass. <laughs> he totally is. Um, uh, now season two of Flash Zoom being killed by the Black Flash, which is our very first tease of the Black Flash. And that Julian is both is and isn't alchemy. Oh, I
3: don't think that was shocking. We all saw that no, coming. No,
2: same with Jon Snow. But no, but I think the shocking thing was he doesn't remember it. And the idea that he's kind of both is and isn't, which I liked. Um, There's one shocking moment in Arrow, and that's that Laurel Lance is not dead after all. More will be revealed next year. Uh, in Westworld, my shocking moment This was... is
3: just ruining all of our lists, though.
2: I'm sorry. But I'm not, <laughs> but I'm not discussing them. I'm just saying them and then, like, We'll discuss the actual topics and stuff. Yeah. I told you guys like to write lists. Like, yeah,
3: I wrote my list. But then you're going through like 20 things.
2: Should we do... Well, I mean, now that I'm halfway through, we should, like, from now on, should we do the honorable mentions after done the list maybe? And just cover- I think so. Yes. Cover th- Okay, yeah, You know what? I'll leave idea. it there. That's a good idea. I'm going to delete everything that I've said so far. And then what we'll do is once the lists are done, if we've missed anything, we'll cover it. How does that sound? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I apologize if I've ruined anyone's list at this point. But we haven't discussed this. So I think we're okay, guys. This show's a work in progress. This is only <laughs>
1: episode four, and oh, I think people like to hear us work out the show yeah, live. I think so.
3: Yeah, like, work out the kinks. They're probably thinking the same thing and then agreeing with us. <laughs>
1: yeah, like you rushed
2: over so quickly. All right, I apologize. We're done. Should we just go, Tina? Go, Tina. Nick uh, James. As well? first. Yeah, 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 All right, so yeah. number five most shocking thing. So
3: I I wrote down things shocking in terms of like things that made me go oh <gasps> Yep. sort of thing like that. So this one happened yesterday.
2: Oh, I think I know where this is coming from.
3: All right, so technically it's not a shocking moment from twenty sixteen. It is because it's the but... thirty first
2: today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're going to see Moana and like. A but hours. this is from the, the
3: twenty sixteen Christmas <coughs> special. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as you guys know, I am a huge Great British Bake Off fan. Yes. Yeah. And I yesterday discovered that there was two count them two Christmas Bake Off specials that yeah. I would overlooked and hadn't oh seen. Oh
1: my god! So.
3: I watched OMG. the first one. <laughs> All right. And the first one um, was was uh, who? I can't remember who was in it at the top of my I head. No, no, he's in the second oh, one. Okay. Um, but it was Marianne, Ali, I think it was um, Catherine, and then that old guy who was really bland and made like oh, yeah. really shit shortbread. And so stuff have like they that. just brought
2: random contestants back? Yes. Oh, that's Only cool. four. I like that.
3: Only four. And then the, the shitty four shortbread. guy, sort of thing like that. So anyway, yes, Ali was doing a great job the whole time. He came first at the technical challenge. He got a handshake from Paul in the first challenge. His third challenge wasn't so great, but it was still good. Did Ali win? No.
1: No, I bet he didn't.
3: Oh, no, sorry. um, I made a mistake. No, I did say Marianne was in it. Yeah. mary Ann won.
1: She alley-ooped
2: him.
3: mary Ann nice. won. And cooked. that, she I don't know, something? but some shit, she and it wasn't very good. It
1: or was a steamed pudding or something. It even was, she's nah. the fattest person I've ever seen. Oh, really? oh. I'm going to Google her. And,
3: and it was just, I was like, what? Because I thought Ali had it in the bag, and I was really upset. So Marianne. that's my number five shocking moment on TV. <laughs> Great British Bake Off.
2: It's pretty shocking. Yep. It was an upset.
3: It's not as shocking as the time that Howard's custard got stolen. What about the or time? Or the, Ala- the bomb Alaska in the bin. The ice
1: cream, yeah. Yes. Oh, Marianne. I've spelt it wrong. Oh, uh, there, you there. Yeah. there you go. There you go. That's frumpy her. beast. <laughs> she won. A little bit of Magda Zabanski. <laughs> yep. <Yeah.
3: Better.
0: laughs>
1: someone I dislike so much. Like she's eaten well, Yeah, because Magda you know Zavansky. that she knows she's sampled <laughs> her own delights. Yes. <laughs>
2: Sampled but <laughs>
3: Ali so deserved to win mm. So that's not fair He worked really hard and he came first in technical, and he got a handshake. So what does that mean? should trump. What
1: does a handshake mean? Well, the
3: handshake is just like it's he's done like a fantastic it's job. It's not actually like a measurement
1: like, of score. Like. No, no,
3: no. But like <laughs> Paul Hollywood like rarely gives out handshakes. Oh, it's to people. Like, it's so it's like you Simon get one cow, when Simon Cowell. Yeah, like,
2: well, like the that's right. Or like a Mark Holden touchdown in the oh. street. Oh. <laughs>
3: Except towards the end, Mark Holden was giving them out from free. Really oh, he was
2: a touchdown slug. Yes, that's right. right. Give them out in the street corner. But you know. Not relevant anymore, <laughs> but in the parlance yeah. of the times, that's what it means. That's yeah. right. Okay, awesome. So, your number five most shocking moment:
1: Glenn getting his head smashed in by Negan. That is in my honorable mentions, and that, yeah, that's an intense moment in Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. It's the those episode. The reason it's not higher is because I've slightly fallen out of love with the show. Yeah, uh, and I didn't like waiting. So long mm. to find out because something that we already basically knew. Yeah, I mean, I'd heard. You see on Facebook, it was always like, "Well, this is what happens in the comics and stuff like mm. that." I did really like that they killed off Abraham. Abraham first. That's what I embellished my words like it was the one-two punch. Like, oh,
2: Glenn's safe. They killed Abraham. Yeah, and, and then, then you have him and
1: he goes, and we continue. Yeah, boof. And it was just there was that shocking moment where we're like, he smashes Glenn on the head once with the Lucille the yeah. bat, and you're like well is that it because Glenn's still alive and he says something to Maggie I can't remember what and then it is just he's like I'll find you that's what he says and then he
2: beats his head to a pulp yeah
1: it's shocking it's disgusting it's also
2: one of the most violent
1: scenes in possibly TV history yeah I can't think of anything like that like not even
2: Game of Thrones except for maybe mm, like when (laughs) yeah um,
1: yeah um, so that's my number five, which was like, it's probably one of the most shocking on the mm. list, if not the most shocking, but mm. yeah, um, yeah.
2: Um, so my number five is going to kind of pale in comparison, oh, maybe not, it's definitely pale in comparison to Walking Dead. It's probably more on par with the Great British Bake Off shocking moment, because mm-hmm. um, it's not shocking or upsetting, but it's something that I never expected to happen, um, and it's a moment we saw on Brooklyn Nine-Nine this year. And we had to see Captain Ray Holt.
3: Well, is this going to ruin it for
2: no, 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 Nick. no? I'm not. I'm not telling you the context of it. I'm just telling you. Like, I'm just going to describe one scene from it, uh, where Captain Ray Holt has to has to play the role of a straight man mm. and uh, talks frequently and enjoyably about women's breasts. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> That's sounds great. <laughs> uh, and I won't say any more than that, simply because you haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Want to, I know it's said spoilers, but I won't spoil it for my co-hosts. Yeah.
1: Um the real yeah. You know, okay, which when's that coming up? Season four, so okay. it's still a
2: while away. I went to the context because I th- that's part of what I thought was so amazing. I'm like, oh my god, they're doing something way different. Yeah. But having him, pl- yeah, have to be a straight man and discuss women's breasts, although not as shocking as say the Lucille kill of Glenn, just completely unexpected yeah. and really like it, like at the point where most shows might start getting a little bit stale, like really was like a shot in the arm of like yeah. this is still going, like, it's still great. Um, so, not shocking in the kind of traditional sense, but a moment that I really enjoyed in 2016. Tina, number four.
3: Number four. Okay. So, number four was from Westworld. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, my number four. Um... Oh, should I, I should actually move these around. Oh, well, yeah, I've my, already started. Mine in a
2: numerical order, either, Yeah,
3: I've already, no, my number one is definitely number one.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, but number four is when we discover that Bernard is a oh, host.
2: Nice. That it's was. Great moment.
3: I was like, mm. I started to see it coming and I was like, no, he isn't. And then he was, yeah. and it was like, oh. That's
1: great. So, yeah. It was very good. So good, mm-hmm. so good. That moment... That's
3: why I wanted to stop you, because yeah. I was like, you're going to ruin yeah. my thing. Oh, no, my that, thing.
2: That, I have a very similar Bernard moment in my top five, so
3: that yeah. wasn't
1: coming to you, you were safe. Uh, yeah, that, that moment when she's like, oh, something it's about like this door, and he's like, yeah. oh, what door? Yeah. See, so
3: I didn't pick that one I, up. I
1: didn't, but now I look and back. And then Leslie started to,
3: started to move, and that's when I started to go, hang on a second, maybe. And then she was like, look at this, and he's like... It doesn't and I was like, Oh my god. And just before he said it, I was like, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna know what it is. Mm. He's like, it doesn't look like anything to me. I was like <gasps> yeah. sort of thing. So, so
1: yeah. good. Very good. Great moment. Me? Yes. Hold the door. Oh,
0: ah even
2: put
3: that see, in there. see. Sorry, Jenna. Yeah. That's okay, that's alright.
1: Great moment. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. My all-time favourite TV Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Heartbreaking. Yep. Heartbreaking. The realisation that <gasps> he's not like just a giant retard. Yeah, It actually
3: like, breaks your yeah, heart. Like
1: something his... we never ever predicted. Like, we never... like We were
2: just like, oh, he's just done like a Lord of the Rings style name for this guy. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, it actually means something.
1: Yeah. That's kind of genius. Mm-hmm. And like, just the fact that his whole life yeah. since that moment has been up to that point where he's yeah. supposed to save Bran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: And like the actor... He did it as like the kid version. Oh Mm, my God. Because that is not easy to do. You know? Oh, that was just... That made me cry. That was just so sad.
2: Um, I'm going to do a one-two punch and do another Game of Thrones moment that happened this year. A little bit of a happier moment, not so upsetting. Guys, in 2016, we found out the Hound is still alive. Yes. One of my favourite moments of the year. The only time we've ever done a uh, cold opening on a Game of Thrones episode... And that's because we had to find out before the credits that Sandor Clegane still roams the earth, lives, and yeah. badder than ever. Mm. Um, and we also got to see Shane Black for one brief episode. Which, not Shane Black, sorry. Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Yeah. My Shane's confused. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ian McShane is yeah. brilliant, uh, excellent. That's that. Uh... Too
1: short. He was with us for too short a time. Yeah,
2: but that's okay. Like he, like, I still remember that episode perfectly and a lot of it because of him. But mm. um. Yeah, the Return of the Hound just teases so many wonderful things to come in this show. Mm,
1: yeah. And then, the, like, the next bit when he, like, has an axe and he stabs someone in the... Yeah. In the <laughs> <laughs> like, ouch. Yep. <laughs> that um, would hurt. It
2: was a, yeah, a long-awaited return. I said for years, I'm like, I don't think he's dead, guys. we never, never saw him see him die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um So the next one is obviously going to be the the water dance teacher. He's got to come back, right? Because we never saw him die on screen either. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've been waiting for that one. In I don't know if he was the one who finished on the throne. <laughs>
2: Um, 10 number
3: three. Number three. Okay. So my number three is again, like the Bernard one was a good one. So that's why I should have swapped this. That's okay. So number three, isn't that good? Isn't that amazing? It's not even that shocking. It was just a moment that I liked. That's okay. Um, and that was from the crown.
0: And that that was when,
3: um, the queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were having an argument in, um, Westminster Abbey, about whether or not uh, it sh- the the coronation should be tele- televised. <gasps> I know! So, oh my God!
2: I just felt like, because we hadn't seen it, you need, I wanted to give you some um, shock value. So <laughs> yeah. Thank you,
3: thank you very much. And yeah, no, it was just like that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um,
3: that, that moment was just really... <laughs> beautifully acted, really well scripted, it it was so good it made me like like reverse back, you know, a couple of minutes so I could watch it again Mm. because it was just such a wonderful moment Mm. of television so, um, and just excellent moment of pure acting that was really really good Mm. so not very shocking
1: so mine, mine are all out of whack because some of mine are like a few years old that's okay. What's your number three moment of 2016 that may not have happened in 2016? <laughs> okay. You've seen House of Cards? No, we don't no, watch House of Cards. Seen Will happen. you watch it? Yeah.
2: Yes. That's like a spoil
1: spoiler. It's alright. Frank Underwood. That's Kevin Spacey. Kill someone. <gasps> <gasps> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> a in a way, you wouldn't... Uh, in, in season two. In oh, that was on the list
3: miss. of... When I Googled
1: shocking yeah. moments. Yep. Yeah. Um... You wouldn't expect him to, he's like a public, he's like a politician, Yeah. yeah. pretty high up at that point. I think he's the vice president mm. and he actually kills mm. someone mm. very publicly.
3: Mm. Publicly. Whoa. Mm. So it's not even like he, he killed him and then tried to cover it up or like was able to cover it up.
2: I'm pretty sure Supergirl shows up to. in House of Cards. not the character, like the actress. Oh, yeah. It's that of homeland and I know this because she gets her Supergirls out at one point. <laughs> oh wow it might have been Homeland, but I think otherwise you would have seen it, and you'd be telling me all about it. Enjoy this dead air, guys, as I look yeah. this up. Um, it was a couple of years now, ago. Now, oh,
3: actually, is this American house cards or British house cards? American. Okay, which do you... Have you, seen, have you no, seen
2: both? haven't seen both? British. Okay. It was Homeland, I do apologise. So everyone, start watching Homeland, because Supergirl <laughs> is single and... Ready to her, mingle? Her kryptonite out... <laughs> you bastard <laughs> <laughs> my turn for number three number three number three guys so we had a westworld one before i'm gonna tag that up and say just maybe just as shocking is not only is bernard um a host bernard is arnold mm. bernard is arnold. a huge moment uh very cool and one one of those ones where just like you picked it up the the host thing seconds before it happened I picked up the, the Arnold thing, seconds before it happened. Like, there was like a nice little wordplay thing in there. I was like, hang on. This sounds... Oh, let me just do some research and just connect these names. I'm like, well, that's an anagram. So it's yeah. a real nerdy reference and really shows how, like, ridiculous I am. But I was like, well, that's great. I yeah, like no, that.
1: that's cool. It's such a cool reveal.
2: And technically he isn't Arnold exactly, but he is like the replica of Arnold. Mm. Um, and... It's uh, <clears> just <throat> a good show. Mm. Can't wait for season two.
3: All right, so my number two mm-hmm. now. Um, my number two originally was the Olympics one.
0: Yep.
3: Um, but I have now changed that to all of Stranger Things. All of Stranger <laughs> Things, because Str- I can't pick a moment. That's cool. I can't pick a shocking moment, other than like maybe when Will comes back and he spits out the alien stuff,
2: oh, um, yeah. or oh, when that's Barb
3: cool, yeah. or when Barb is attacked. Yep. That's pretty People sharpening. really love
2: Barb. I was either way about it. Um, I thought she was going when, to be a main
3: character. Or when, um, you know, she's. Actually, you know what? My favourite moment of the entire show is when the mum finally realises she can communicate with Will. With the Christmas and she lights. she draws, yep, with the Christmas so lights good. and she draws the letter. So I reckon that's probably my favourite moment of that. So I'm going to put that as number two. However, I also think, uh, have thought about the William being revealed as the black. Rider, as well. Yeah, that's Welt.
1: really good. Yeah, mm.
3: yeah. So those my number
2: twos.
1: Number two, mm. Nick. My number two is that Dolores is Wyatt. Yeah, that's mm. cool as well. Another mm. good one. Mm. Westworld is gonna dominate. Like the Yeah, I've just I just like moved out. Like some I just wrote another one then. So
0: mm.
1: actually, forget. Get rid of my number three, which was the House of Cards one. That's Wyatt. The Wyatt reveal is my number three now. Okay, mm. so now you're gonna give me number two as well. Is same as Tina's. The, the
3: Stranger Things or the, or oh, the sorry, Black the, Rider? Yeah, Black Rider. Yep.
1: Being what's his name? The young uh, uh, William. William. Yeah, yeah William the, yeah. being the Black Rider. Such mm. a
2: great moment. And That's another sweet. one. Like and again, like Tina called it very early on is She's like, I think, like we're meant to think that she can't see anyone. Like, she's yeah, like, like, like kind it's of,
3: not the current.
0: Timelines.
2: Yeah. And it seems like I think she's just remembers it from the past or whatever. Mm. Like you picked up I'm like, oh that's a good idea that's interesting. I thought she was just like hallucinating that she was alone, but you picked it like mm. and like a strong call, like episodes before it happened as well. So um, that pretty is pretty good memory. like that. Mine number two is probably again like a little bit less exciting. Um, but I really, really dug it. So mine's from The Flash. Um, and at the end of season two, um, we've had this huge the, the last couple of episodes have been this huge moment where Flash's dad has been murdered in front of him by Zoom, um, and then Flash has to like do this like final showdown with his enemy, or whatever. Uh, and the whole time in the uh, in Earth Two, because they've discovered the multiverse now, um, Zooms had this prisoner that we don't know who it is, and he's just been masked the entire time. And then we finally get to the end of the show, like oh, they release him, it and it's it was what's his name? It's Jay Garrick, Earth mm. Freeze Flash, who is barry's dad's doppelganger so i knew it was him i called that like way before so barry's just lost his dad and then he's kind of got him back in a superhero mentor figure but like it was the seeds are planted if you're paying attention But it's such an amazing moment like oh my god like we get to keep this actor and like he's a great actor um plus he's got superpowers now and he was the flash in 1990 whatever like Mm. um so it's a really like cool different moment and it kind of Took a little bit of the sting away from Barry's dad dying. At the same time, adding a lot more pressure because he's now deal with his alternate version who doesn't know that they were related in a different timeline. Um, yeah, that was a really cool moment. I loved it. Good. <laughs> so now we're down to number one.
3: Numero uno.
1: Numero one-o. Numero one-o. Oh, me? Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so mine is... da. Haoteta!
2: You da great... Great yep, moment.
1: Right. Over. Oh, God. God, like, I had it too low. <laughs> literally
3: tears me apart. Mm. It's funny, I didn't think well. about it. Like,
2: even in my romance, I didn't even think about Hold the Dog. Really? Because there's so many things. That was things. like the
3: first one I thought of. I mean, we
2: could do a top five shocking moments of just Game of Thrones. The yeah, amount of stuff you know. that happened this year. That's right. Um, Is nuts. I completely
3: like, forgot about Melisandre.
2: Yeah, that's the first thing we saw. Mm. Like, was,
3: yeah, I totally forgot about that. I remember Jon Snow, but then I was like, oh, that's why it's not not really shocking. It's not really shocking.
2: We all expected it. Um,
3: but then I guess Great British Bake Off isn't really that shocking either. I, like
2: it does, I mean, I use the word shocking, I think, in the...
3: I can't believe they burnt the biscuits! <laughs>
2: the oven was never on! <laughs> no,
3: that literally was, like, what happened yesterday. Yeah. The oh, oven wow. wasn't on.
2: Um, yeah, hold the door. I mean, we've Hard already talked about it, but the idea to bring flashbacks into that show finally and tell us some kind of backstory was a Yeah, an and then, like, it,
3: how, like, the whole idea of, you know, like, Bran fucked him up.
2: Yeah, like you know, it's, Bran's it's all
3: brands' fault, and mm. like this whole idea of walking and <clears throat> and going and seeing the past and being able to alter the past and what does that mean for Ned Stark and mm. what was his sister Lyanna, Lyanna, and all that? So like, oh, mm.
2: <laughs> great moment, like mm-hmm. really good
1: moment. Nick number one, uh, Cersei kills everyone in the season final. Oh, that was so good. good. That opening like twelve minutes oh, yeah. with like just no like a, dialogue yeah. and the piano score. Yes. Um, and the dude has the score for Game of Thrones also, has the Westworld score. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. And you can tell, like. Yeah. So I just I kind of you thought something big was gonna happen, but I had no idea she was just gonna kill everyone. Like Tommen
2: gone, and he just but didn't even now, kill them, Tommen.
3: now <clears throat> there's no fire to get rid of the dragons.
2: Yes. Look, and even the White Walkers.
1: The oh, White yeah, Walkers? The White Walkers, yeah. There's no
3: fire to get yeah. rid of the White Walkers. Apparently,
1: someone had some dragons. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, Dragon Glass. But the, the, um, steel. Mm. the flow on from that, um, from her uh, killing everyone, mm. were, you know, the, the um, Tommen just uh, killing himself. Mm. And I've got to say, when I first watched it, I don't know why I thought this now, I thought. Um, that she had sent the mountain to kill Tommen. Mm. You know when he appears and he's so dying, he stops him and I'm like, no, it's mm-hmm. not, she's not, that. Mm-hmm. she hasn't gone that far. Mm. And then we see him watching the explosion from his thing and then the mountain leaves thinking, all right, well, you know, he's not gonna do anything now. And he just takes the crowd off, jumps yeah. out the window. Oh God. Uh, kind of like uh, in the IT crowd. Oh, you random <laughs> When he just, oh, yeah, he no, just jumps out the window. Yep. It's kind of like that. But, um.
3: Something on the, somebody on the phone about tax discrepancies or salary discrepancies?
1: <laughs> uh, oh, is Make them a of Make a a for here, for yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just out. So many deaths but in that uh... first term. <laughs> like, death of, like, the final, final at all this time, the death of Grandmaster Picel. Mm. Finally, that like, bearded idiot's gone. Um, oh, yeah. Grandmaster Picel, yeah, like, you know, sorry, like, yeah. betrayed stuff. Yeah, and, and stuff.
1: he gets really badly and stabbed by children. Um And. The, the Tyrells birds. had a yeah. rough year, didn't they? Yeah, like Tyrells, yeah. Locked up
2: for most of that time and then just burnt to a crisp. Um, and then...
3: Their 2016 wasn't too good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can it just stop it already? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we saw Jamie Lannister return. Mm. And I, I think uh, lo- her loving her children was, it seemed to be like, the only thing that kept was, them yeah, redeeming. Mm. Well, for Cersei, it was the only mm. thing where you could mm-hmm. say that's any sort of positive. And mm. now... She's, uh you know, the cheese has fallen off the cracker. And, uh, <laughs> and we saw, That's
3: the best way to put it.
1: Yeah, and we saw Jamie sort of, I think he's done now. He's yeah. watching yeah. his hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently in the books, I think they'd fallen out of love a lot
2: earlier, but like yeah. they're tying that up obviously now.
1: So yeah, it's definitely sets up her to be like, there's no way, like, you know how before that episode, there was a lot of ambiguity. You thought, well, with mm. the Tyrells, they're a pretty powerful family with that yeah, era. there's
2: almost no families left. Like, yeah. Like, can't wait for the next
1: season. Yeah, <laughs> right, well, I've stopped this now because we'll just have to <laughs> talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> so and that's we'll mine. Definitely spend one.
2: lots of time on the show in the future talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, mine again, like I don't think is all that shocking now, but I mean Stranger Things, I devoured like it, like really occupied my mind for a great like a really great week in the TV where we mm. just like devoured it all. Mm. And there's this really like sad moment. Where I think I actually did cry on the show where you see Eleven sacrifice herself. Um, for like the kids and like you find out like even though she was weird and different like she had love and she loved this boy and it wasn't creepy like this, these two children just like had like a childhood crush on each other this is a really beautiful moment and she dies so when the police officer left out Ego's in the snow and suggested that maybe Eleven is still alive Mm. that was a huge moment in television for me I mean I guess you know it's maybe not as huge as to say some of the other characters came back from the dead because we spent so much time with them but this is data, it shocking. Um, yeah, I think it's a little shocking. I didn't expect them to bring people back. I'm like, they, uh, I'm like, they yeah. won't do it. It'll be, it'll be. I don't know. Look like, again. I don't know if necessarily. It's the number one moment. This is the order I wrote it down at the time. Mm. But um, yeah, to have the the idea to have that little girl come back and maybe be even more different than before because she's now gone through death. Like,
0: yeah.
2: uh, maybe she'll be a villain in season two. We don't know like yeah, how she's going to be warped. Awesome. Um, if she isn't, if she is even alive at all, like we don't know. Like, Maybe
3: she's gonna have to fight Will,
2: yeah, or yeah, oh, exactly. Cool. Um, um, so that was a really like, cool yeah, moment, cool. That was a cool moment. Um, and like, those kids are so talented, like, yeah, um, yeah good list, everyone, I think, yeah. guys. Um, I do have a couple more honourable mentions if you want to give so them
1: really quickly. You can have my pre-2016 honourable mentions as yeah. well. <laughs> do you want to start with that? Do you want to close with that? Uh, I'll just give them to you really quick. Yeah.
3: Oh, a shocking moment of TV as well. Donald Trump becoming president. Mm.
2: That is a pretty shocking moment. Yeah. Which we'll probably learn more about in a couple of
1: weeks when we're in America. Yeah. Red Wedding.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was
1: possibly the most shocking yeah. moment of TV of, of all course. time. All you got
3: to say is those two words yeah. and everybody knows what you're talking about. I think about. There's,
1: another more, there's
2: a more shocking moment which you're going to announce from Game of Thrones. Uh, Oberon getting his head crushed. Oh my God, the toughest, the most intense scene on television ever, yeah. baby. Yeah. Like, I almost threw up, and not because it was so gory, but because I was so... Yeah, you just like, like tense, are I you? couldn't, <laughs> like, like I was like... And I think I'd actually seen like a spoil that maybe something bad happened, but I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. And yeah. I was like
1: sitting on the edge of my seat literally and yeah. just like clenched up. Um, and probably the most suspenseful moment of TV I've ever experienced is the right at the end of season two of Peaky Blinders. And I really want you guys to watch it. So I won't spoil it. Mm, okay. I but I you saw will just, I this
3: one on the thing, Pardon? I saw this one on the internet, but I didn't understand it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So he just, the main, the main character, Tommy Shelby, um, played by Cillian Murphy, he just gets like, he gets sort of like kidnapped right sort of close to the end of the show. And you just think there's literally no way he can get out of it. Mm. And it's just, the ending is just, uh, you'll be holding your breath for like a minute or two and then you'll just, it's crazy. So get to that and watch that and then you'll know what I'm talking about. Cool. So that, but that's not 2016.
2: Yeah. Um, I have two more honorable mentions. Um, One of the ones, another Westworld one, and that's just simply the beginning of the Machine War, Mm. uh, which was a moment we all... If anyone's even familiar with the, the title Westworld, you have to know that that's basically what it's about. So we were expecting it, but still, just the way it happened and yeah. like the way Dolores, you know, took out <coughs> Anthony Hopkins. And then were we talking about it uh,
1: previously? We think that maybe it might not have even been the real Anthony Hopkins. It could have been could a post-version. Be. Yeah. Version. yeah. Um, the uh, Infiltrate the Mainland, I think, was mm. a pretty sexy bit of... Uh, a nice little Easter egg. Yeah. Uh, and then my other one was from a, from Season 2 of Daredevil, which was out
2: last year. Um. And I've talked a lot about people coming back to life. So let's talk about someone that died in the show. Um, and it was the very heartbreaking death of Electra. That was um, heartbreaking. Are you, you know, you've watched season two? Loved it. That moment. like, And I think it's even more shadowed by the fact, or like supported by the fact that five minutes earlier, like they're at the top of the building about to go and face certain death and have that wonderful conversation about like, we'll just leave. Like, don't worry about it. We'll abandon like all that responsibility. We'll just live and love each other. And they'll be fine. Like, we'll just do that. And then they're like, no, we have to do the right thing. We have to go out and like, do our best to protect the city and to see her fall. And we know she's going to come back. Like, Elektra has died so many times and been brought back to life. I mean, like, what's going to happen? But just following that speech, mm. um, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think I'm going to do it in season two. Like, I didn't think... We've had like six episodes. of like There's no way they're going to kill her this early on. they will wait till season three or four. And so I was shocked. And like even I watched it again recently. I watched season two maybe a couple months ago. And that moment still had me like in tears. Like Just that... Wonderful monologue or like conversation between them, and then her eventually dying as well.
1: She's a great Electra.
2: Elodie Young is wonderful. The girl needs more roles.
1: I couldn't pin down her nationality. She's French. Okay.
2: Yeah. I think her name's actually pronounced Ella Day.
1: Okay. She had an L of a day.
2: Someone's uh, having a great bake-off in the kitchen right now.
0: Yeah. I didn't turn the oven on! <laughs>
2: Guys, that was
1: some shocking moments. I'm shocked. I am so shocked, I had <laughs> to eat a biscuit.
3: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, popped
2: yeah. uh, now guys, yeah. generally when we finish okay. the list, we wrap up the show. We've got another list to do still. We're just getting started. We're wrapping this year up like you wouldn't believe. I'm just trying to kill time while Tina bakes. No, wrapping I've it up it like, like a Christmas bow. Just talk. We'll... We will. Well, guys, I don't know if it's going to pick you up from that far away though. That's the only thing I'm worried about because the mic's not even pointing your direction. The third host shrugs. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, we can pause it actually if you want. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed that banter between Tina and myself. Now back to the show. Um, so the next thing to do to wrap up this year and tie a neat little bow on it would be to do our top five favorite movies of the year. Yeah. Um, now yeah, this was tough because. I watched 153 movies this year. That's a lot. A lot of movies, um, and then 42 of them were like released in 2016 alone. Mm. Okay, yeah. So I had to like mm. cut between those 42 and find five that I really liked. <laughs> Spud bike. <laughs> we got a guest spud on the show. <laughs> what a spud. Um, so there's definitely a lot of honourable mentions. But before we get into our list, guys, I am going to give you a recap of everything that was released this year. Everything. Well, not everything. but just Everything. Just give everyone an idea. Because Every movie that,
1: we, that came out this year, please. This is just an
2: idea of what happened in 2016, guys. We had nine comic book movies, a new Tarantino film, a new Kevin Smith film, the first Mel Gibson-directed film in ten years, four Disney animated or CGI films, a new Harry Potter film, kind of two films starring Harry Potter, kind of, three Van Affleck films, and a little something called Star Wars. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wow.
1: What a year in film it that was. That was my 12 Days of Christmas version that of That was movies.
3: like when you watch the Big Fat Quiz of the Year and they have the video montage.
2: That's what I was aiming for. Oh, good. Now, do we want to... We can do honourable mentions this time because we're not going to spoil anything. We're not going to discuss them. We're just going to list them, I guess, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Sure. I believe... Tina's making chips. Oh, yum.
3: They're mashed.
2: (laughs) Um, do we want to change the order? Because we did Tina and Nick James last time. Do you want to mix it up a little bit? Sure. You know what?
1: It's the end of a great year for you. You start us off.
2: All right, guys. I have a lot of honourable mentions. So I'm going to kind of blitz through them quickly. Um, because there's a few. Um, and it was tough to like, kind of order things, so we'll just do. Are we
3: going to do honourable mentions at the end?
2: Well, we we're doing that because there spoilers involved, because there was discussions. But we're not like, even if I mention, like, if just if Batman vs Superman was in your top five, yeah, which it probably isn't, knowing how you thought about that film, I'm not going to discuss. It, I'm just gonna be like, hey, here are the honourable mentions that I liked, but there's no discussion attached. Yeah. So here are the, the honourable mentions as suggested: uh, Moana, Doctor Strange, Hacksaw Ridge, Mike and Dave need wedding get- dates. Yoga Hoses, X-Men Apocalypse, Swiss Army Man, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Deadpool, The Founder, of Rogue One, Hunt for the Wilder People, The Accountant, and Peanuts. those are honourable mentions. <clears throat> I could say hello about all those films, but we don't have the time.
1: Saint Nicholas. Hello. I'm just figuring out my last honourable mention, because I, I just had the list. I haven't figured out which ones I was going to put in. The... Okay. Um, well, my first honourable mention is The Magnificent Seven.
2: Nice. Which I seconds. haven't seen.
1: I went in and I didn't know what to expect because it was just one, you know, uh, like I went with, uh, with my brother and you know the times when you just go to a movie but someone else has picked it. You're just like, yeah, I'll just go along. Hmm. Uh, and I was so pleasantly surprised. I thought, great cast, you know, can't really go wrong with Denzel Washington. Um, or Chris Pratt. Mm, Chris Pratt.
3: I keep thinking that The Magnificent Seven is the parody version of The Hateful Eight. I keep thinking that's what it is, oh, even though yeah. I know that it's not. I keep thinking What's that that's the, what it what is. is? The,
1: it's like the, the Ridiculous Six. Yeah, that's version. what it is. Yeah. And that is my number With one Taylor film <laughs> um, That is a piece of shit. I haven't seen <laughs> it, I How did but that not I get into cannot, my yeah. bottom five films of all time? God damn it. Um, it has a barely breathing McNulty. He's just like not even alive in it. Um, okay, and my next honourable mention is Sully. Oh, yeah, ah, yeah. Really good film. Um, and I think I'm going to make my last honorable mention The Girl on the Train. Oh, I nice. haven't seen either, we but I'd really like that, to. Yep. Actually, okay, in that case, my last honorable mention is going to be Rogue One, purely because we discussed it heaps in yes. last, in last <laughs> week's episode.
2: Yeah, those are my honorable mentions as well. Not quite a top five one, but still very good. Mm -hmm. you have any honorable mentions?
3: Um, I do, but like they're not. Okay, so I found making this list really hard Mm. uh, because basically it's been a year of yeah, that was good for me. Mm. So it was half an five standout. Yeah, most definitely there were movies that I liked, but there was absolutely no movie that I loved. Mm. The movies that I got on my top five are ones that I close to loved. The honourable mentions are like, yeah, I enjoyed these. So um, I had Deadpool. Nice. Um, I had Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Great movie.
2: Which is super fun. It's really,
3: really good. Um, I had Doctor Strange and I had uh, Captain America Civil War.
2: I noticed there's no DC films in that list.
3: No, (laughs) there is not.
2: I think they're in their top five. That's why, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, nah. They're all at number one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I really liked that episode, man, after a while. Took a couple of
1: watches, but no, I loved I it. liked it. Yeah. Maybe you'll see later on how much I liked it. Ooh, hot dang. <laughs> it's
3: like, I liked it so much, it's not in my list.
1: Yeah. And Nick says there's like a $200
2: million minimum budget requirement for my <laughs> yeah, top five. all of
1: mine. Except for now, I've just changed one. All of mine must have cost at least $150 million. To I make. think
2: most of mine are like more independent.
1: Indie darlings, if you will. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Were you uh, better than me?
2: No. <laughs> Mine didn't cost that much money because so I'm not better than you. You could have made
1: all of your five on one of mine.
2: Probably. Well, one of them was pretty expensive. Mm. Um, okay, so my number five film, guys. I think we all love films about Nazis. It's pretty mm. simple to say. Um, I also like films in which Harry Potter fights Nazis. So number five for me, this *She was Imperium. Wow, that's high. I was thinking about it and it was really tough to like li- to list what I really liked. And the more I think about it, no film really affected me the same way *Imperium* did. Like nothing held my attention so tightly, to the point where I was on edge and didn't get off the edge until the film was over. Like casting was excellent; everyone's performances are top notch. The inclusion of Nazi-themed cupcakes and bunting—yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Nazi bunting.
3: Yeah, oh my God. I
1: liked it when she was just like, "Sorry about the icing" or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna
2: I'm putting it at number five. I think Daniel Radcliffe not only did have a big year, but I think he's having a really big upswing in his career. Yeah. Like he's never had a low point, but I think now he's really shaken off the Harry Potter mm. shackles. Which isn't a bad like it, being Harry Potter is certainly not a bad thing, but some people get typecast. Like Mark Hamill for a long time couldn't get cast anything because he was Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like uh, same with Adam West, like he was always the Batman, like Batman, so he could never do anything else. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe, I think at one point was almost doomed for that same kind of fate, and he's really shown this year in particular how great an actor he can be. Quite versatile, isn't he? Yeah, and when he's given good roles to deal with, Mm. and as much as I like Swiss Army, man, like, it was an honourable mention, like, Imperium was just something so different for him.
1: I'm wondering if his his niche is going to be as a supporting actor. Well, he was definitely a lead in that one, in Imperium. Definitely, well, yeah, he was, but I've, you know, when I've seen him in things where he's not... The main guy. Yeah. You know, like he was really good. He was probably the best person in um, that magic, second magic movie. Harry Potter? No. <laughs> now yeah. You See Me? No, yeah, Now You See Me too. AKA Now You Don't. what actually called it that.
2: Yeah. I being mad about it. Yeah. Now You Shouldn't See This Film. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very good. Yeah. We, that's, we want to get stuck on that. Number five for
1: you, Nick. Uh, the Girl on the Train. Nice. Moved up I from thought that a, was an honorable Nah, I, fl- I flicked out Rogue One because we already talked about it so much. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. That's, yeah, very considerate of you. Yeah. Um, I think I probably reviewed it maybe a month ago, maybe a little bit longer, but really good. A bit of a psychological thriller. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, what's her name? I don't really Emily Blunt. Emily yeah. Blunt. She's like an alcoholic and she takes the train into the city every day uh, and she sort of sees the lives of these people as she, as she goes past the same houses and then one day... It's like a different. Um, she sees something going on that's a bit different, and decides to get off the platform, and she starts to get involved in the lives mm. of these people. And a cr- there's a crime that happens. A murder, I believe. A moita.
3: Th- a moita. Moita. Is it? Is it? it it has been compared to um Gone Girl. Gone Girl a lot. Do you reckon that's a, a fair comparison? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: So I don't think it's as good, mm. but yeah. Nice. No, was my fifth favorite film of the year. Nice. nice. It's up to you. My dog
3: <laughs> Alright, so my fifth favourite movie of the year was Moana.
2: Great wow. movie. Yep, which... It was tough for me not to include that in my top five.
3: Yes. So obviously we've already talked about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And yeah, just really fun, really good, really happy. A
2: wonderful movie. Can't like say enough good about it. So I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did talk about that movie a lot earlier so I won't throw any more comments about it. My number four movie. Was a little indie horror film which I missed in cinemas, unfortunately, but got to catch a little while later. (laughs) I know. Tell me how to roll my show. Um, From the director of the Evil Dead remake, Fede Alvarez, uh, a film called Don't Breathe. Seen it? You saw it? Yeah. Have we talked about you seeing it, or did you just see it recently? Uh, Maybe in passing on the podcast. Okay. Um, I loved it. Like it wasn't what I expected at all. I thought it was going to be like a really creepy, scary home invasion film, and it's not not scary, but it's so well done. Like again, like another really like tense thriller, and there's just a couple of twists that I just did not see coming. Yeah. Very upsetting because it's just so gross, and it's hard to gross me out in a film. But I've got to, you know credit where credit's due. Like if you're going to show me something I've never seen before. I'm going to like pay attention. Yeah. Um. Again, like when I talk about it, a lot. of Performances were spot on. Like the tone was just right. The ending was ambiguous, which I love as well, especially with horror films um and just different like it was something different like the guy, from the guy who did Evil Dead, they could have made it top sort of gory and violent and really dark and creepy, and I would have loved that, but it may not have hit the top five, but the way they tried to walk that line I loved it I thought yeah. it was really really good
1: I thought it was it was good, and then. When they broke into his basement and found, yes. are we doing spoilers? Have you seen it?
3: I have not, but I did. I originally wanted to, and then I didn't, and now I kind of sort of do.
2: It. So it's a twist. It's the twist in the basement. That I think it'd be the hardest six ten to watch.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah uh, that once with that element got added to the film, I was yeah. like, what? Did not expect that to happen. It just it adds a completely new dimension to it, doesn't it? Absolutely. Make-
3: is it like skinned women or something? No, it's
1: not that bad, but it's 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 creepy.
2: Yeah, it's definitely gross. Like I yeah. definitely was like, oh. Oh, it's a point. whole
3: bunch of like uteruses or something, isn't no, it? No, it's not oh, bad. No,
1: no. You'll that, never that's amazing, it. by the way. <laughs> it's Don't hanging breathe. from the wall. Don't bring through the uterus collector. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so my fourth is Star Trek Beyond. Still haven't seen it.
2: Yeah, still have not. I seen haven't it. seen
1: *Into Darkness* either. So we be are way behind. Okay, yeah. So it's more of a standalone. So you've, the first two really do. It's not like once the second one starts right off the first, but they're yeah. very much uh, the same so story. It's connected tissue. Yeah. Um, this one, it's it's almost what I really liked about it is it's just a standalone Star Trek movie. Nice. Um, it doesn't necessarily need a. Follow up. I mean, oh, cool. I'm sure they will keep making them. Yeah, they're already writing for it at the moment. Yeah, so. um, but fantastic performances. I really think they just nailed the cast for yeah, the, good. Really the characters. Mm. Um, the girl who plays like the blade runner girl from um, Kingsman: Secret Service. Oh yeah, she's great. So oh, okay. She's in it as yep. an alien. She's really cool. And Idris Elba, who's one of my favorite people in the world, he's in it as well.
2: As the villain, I believe, yes. under a bunch of makeup, which was controversial at the time, but oh, was it? Yeah, people are like, why I just had the most attractive man in the world and cover him in makeup. Yeah.
3: Oh, he's not the most attractive man in the world. Top five, though. <laughs> yeah, he's okay.
1: That's our next list. Top five most attractive <laughs> yeah. man in the world. Idris Albert, Idris Albert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my number four. Nice. Yeah, recommend it. Tina, number four.
3: Number four. Okay, so my number four is one that's already appeared on this list. Imperium.
1: Oh, you guys both loved it. Mm, Great movie. It was really you good. They both loved it was Harry really, Potter really good. and Nazis.
3: I loved it a little bit more. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um it just had that it just it was just really good. And even though the ending was a little bit uh red herring, anticlimactic, but then not oh, underwhelming sort of thing, yeah. Um, it just had that first time I've ever seen a Daniel Radcliffe film since Harry Potter. And I forgot that I was watching Daniel Radcliffe. Mm, mm. Like, the only reason I watch Daniel Radcliffe films is because of him. Mm. And so I was watching that and then I just completely forgot. And then just went, it's that character. Mm. And that doesn't mean like I didn't believe his other characters. But I'm always like listening out for his American accent. And like trying to see if I can like prove. It's the same with, I do the same with Emma Watson as well. Um, Mm. So, um, yeah, like that's my number four.
1: Nice. Very mm. cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a smash hit then.
3: Mm-hmm. It is. Go see it, everyone.
2: Um, Alright guys, so for number three, I thought I'd head to the start of the year, go for an early release in the year, something that maybe people forgot about, because I think it was like a February or March release, um, but do you know who's a really good director? Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. Last year they released a flick called Hail Caesar. Yep. Um, so different for them because it's light-hearted, um... It's a light-hearted romp, really. Like it's it's a comedy. Like it's not dark. There's no kind of like seedy undertones. Like I mean, there are, but like not in the way that you're used to. Not in a No Country for Old Men kind of mm. way or a Fargo kind of way. Um, just a whole lot of fun. Old Hollywood's kind of being taken through this. Yeah, there's another way. Like it's, it's a romp. Like everyone is excellent. Like Ray Fiennes Like Ray Fiennes has one of the best scenes in the film where he's trying to teach this over American cowboy trying to speak like to speak proper. Um, George Clooney plays this klutzy drunk of an actor. Josh Brolin is brilliant. Jonah Hill is brilliant. Um Channing Tatum is amazing as the tap dancing naval yes, officer, absolutely. actor. And then his twist absolutely. as well. If you haven't said I won't spoil it. But there's a bit of a twist in there as well. Um, just fun. Also, when it finished like again, like we watched, I loved that film guy behind <laughs> me. Was like, what a load of crap! I'm like, I just hate yeah, it. He hated uh, it. Uh,
1: I couldn't believe it. This man clearly had no heart. Um, yeah. So, so I, I didn't wasn't a fan th- just from the trailers. Okay. But having seen where you've placed it, I might have to revisit it. I oh. yeah. might have to get a, get an iTunes mm-hmm. download. I don't it. know whether you'll you'll you play I don't think you know if you'll place the top
2: five. But it's definitely worth seeing. It's like, super fun. Like,
1: I do like most
2: of the films I see from those two chaps. Yeah, those chaps. Um, yeah, great movie. So, number three is Hail Caesar. And just a film that I think got kind of under-recognised, didn't get as much recognition, deserved. So, yeah, sometimes you have to kind of put something up in a list just to give it the recognition. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, my number three was Batman versus Superman. Superman.
3: Superman Batman, Batman versus uh,
1: Superman. Civil War. That <laughs> uh, was really... Um, <coughs> I was really excited about it. And I went and saw it and loved it turned to the people I watched it with who were spitting on the ground pretty much in disgust. <laughs> yeah. And it got all this negative feedback and I, I never understood it. and I remember speaking to you and I think you had a few issues with it but you also were saying yeah, it's good. I couldn't see no, why. No,
2: the first, when I walked out, um, it, I was I was less angry and more kind of bereft. Mm-hmm. I was like, how did they get it so wrong? I was oh, okay. confused and like, Tina had to struggle, like, deal with it for like three days. Was like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> why did I get so wrong? Yeah. But then at the end of the three days of mourning, <laughs> I stopped remembering the things that I disliked and started remembering everything I liked. And then suddenly, I actually found I liked a lot more things that I, things that I didn't like. And the things I didn't like were petty enough that I could put them aside. For example, Batman killing people. Mm. Mm. Um, because I just had to kind of frame, like, kind of put it in my mind. I'm like, you know what? This is. The Dark Knight returns before he ever meets the Justice League, so of course he's at the end of his tether. He has to kill her because he's got no support at all. Yeah. Like, um, is it the way that I would do Batman? Like I would like to see Batman done traditionally. Probably not, but I've grown to love the film. Like it took, like it took. Actually, by the second view, I was like, you oh, know, what? This is actually a pretty good film. And then yeah. the extended cut, I was like, this is way yeah. better than I mm. yeah, gave credit for.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I saw it at the cinema and then waited. I think until. The Blu-ray came out with the extended cut. Um, mm. And yeah, I absolutely loved it even more. I love the dark tone. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think now, but now having seen it, I think I've seen it three times. Uh, I do think that um, Jesse Eisenberg is just a little bit...
0: <sighs> Tina
1: hates it. That's a, The Tina won't watch it again because of that. It's just yeah. a, he's just a little bit too theatrical. Yeah, that
3: Batman and the Superman. Yeah.
1: Like most of the time he's alright, but just to, like when he pops the lolly in the guy's mouth, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a little bit weird. Like... I still stick by his performance. I
2: think if they want to rectify the Luther thing, which a lot of people had problems with, because he's already playing Lex Luthor Jr., you can bring in like a Brian Cranston or someone to play yeah. Lex Luthor Senior. Like, and you can kind of fix that if they want to. They, but they don't have to. Like, it's their film; they can do what they want. But the film has some really great moments that I just didn't see the first time. Like, so for example, when Darkseid, I don't talk when uh, Doomsday is created, um, and like Lex Luthor kind of announced it to Superman. You see Doomsday swing a punch and Superman stops it, and you're like, oh, like this is a tense fight. That's how I thought the film. I'm like, oh, this kind of okay, they're being the fight already. If you watch it again, Doomsday is going to kill Lex Luthor, his maker, and Superman saves Lex Luthor even though he just held his mother hostage, and that's where I'm like, oh, that's Superman. Like, that's yeah. what Superman would do. And after that, like, it, like just seeing after that, I'm like, you know what? They get it, and they did it a lot better than I gave them credit for. Mm.
1: Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's mine. My numero treo, mm. Danny, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to watch it again.
3: Beautiful. It so it's up to me. Um, my next one is. Uh, you might think to yourselves, why is it only number three? Why isn't it? I know it is. Up further up I don't the know list. If I do. Yes, it certainly is. It is. Where do you find those magical
1: beasts? Well, you find
3: called. them in Fantastic Beasts and where Fabulous to find them.
1: Mm. and where they are. <laughs> and where they are. That's exactly right. It's <laughs> like a right.
3: um, So, yeah. So, that's my number three. I had a tough time. And one of the reasons I had a tough time is because of the absolute CNX Tuesday. He was sitting next to me oh, no. on his phone. Well, this-
2: the
3: <laughs> yep. Um, dark. Yep. On his phone the entire oh, time, I so I couldn't it. enjoy I the movie. Mm. And we're living in 2000s- 2016, people. Mm. You know not to go on your phone in a movie. Like, I've paid 20 bucks to go see this, and you're just ruining it for me. So that made my like experience with the film really difficult. I,
1: I hate that. Yeah. I'm, I sympath- and sympathize. And like, it
3: was like this this um fully sick guy as well i'm like you clearly have just been dragged along to this mm. you have no interest and so you just fucking ruin it for everybody else uh but the second time i watched it it was a lot better
2: i've mm. heard it gets better with the rewatch even, yeah, it what, does. even one of our friends who panned the film was just like it's like it's not good um guys, you know what his third act's still kind of a mess, but it's actually really enjoyable. Mm. And I always said it was fun. I think in my initial review, I think I've like a seven in our initial review on the yes. show. Um, and I did enjoy it. it. Just to me, it wasn't. For me, it wasn't top five, but um, but I still think it's an enjoyable film. Mm. Yes. I agree with you.
3: Um, and maybe it holds a place in my top five purely because it's Harry Potter mm. related. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, I I I enjoyed it. I can't remember what I said in our reviews, I might have been like, it was
1: shit! I think you rated it the highest out of three. Yeah, oh, did no, I? I think okay. it was probably like that, like a few, maybe one or two issues, but I wrote yeah. good, so mm. I think.
3: Yeah. So that's my number three.
1: Number three, which means, guys, we're almost at the end of our lists. Oh,
2: my God. Getting towards those top two of the year. But now, before, guys, I didn't put, I mentioned that Moana was in my honourable mentions. Mm-hmm. And the only reason in my honorable mentions is because I really didn't want to put more than one animated film in my top five, um, and they're probably equally as good to me. Number two and, and Moana, but this movie really delighted me and like really like kind of inspired me to want to go back and see Disney films. And it's a little flick called Zootopia.
3: Yeah, I forgot that came out this
2: year. Um, starring an actress who I'm not all that familiar with and whose work I have seen, I'm not really a fan of. Jennifer Goodwin plays Judy Hopps. A little police yeah. bunny. Um and Jason Jason Bateman Jay-hawks. from uh Arrested Development plays The Fox whose name escapes me right now. Um but it's just it's so much fun. Yeah. Like and it's Nick Wilde. Nick Wilde, there you go. It's it's heartbreaking <clears throat> in moments. Um it's a, a great kind of police story. Like the actual mystery is really well told. It's this excellent commentary on equality and racism without kind of beating you over the head with it. Mm-hmm. Um it's really cute, like, you know, like, the little um, mole or whatever that's the mafia boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, the we- like, it's, yeah, it's just great. The animation's stunning. It's not Moana-level stunning because mm. it's not going for that realism with its environments, but still yeah. really good to look at. Um. Yeah, everything. And so also the message, just being kind of like, you know, you can be what you want yeah, to be. Yeah, no,
3: that's exactly isn't right. isn't actually
2: the best message to tell people all the time, because I feel like some people are maybe a little bit too over-enabling, but... That we weren't into the politics of it all right now, but um, just really well done it. Like, really enjoyable, um, yeah, and made me just like it, like res- I didn't, didn't necessarily lose faith in Disney, but it solidified for me as like right, I didn't see every Disney film. In yeah, that's this right. This was great. Like um, so, Zootopia a Topia. Got nothing but yeah, good oh, oh, stuff to say about it. And check
1: yeah, it out. Again, I would probably give an equal score to Moana. Like like it would probably be a nine. So higher than the eight point one given by. The Internet Movie Database. Well, I mean, they're always
2: correct with their scores, aren't they?
1: So. Um, I'm just reading the synopsis. It looks really good. However, it's got two people in it I really don't care for. Mm. Jenny Slate. Oh, you don't like oh, her? Oh, don't
3: yet? you like Jenny Slate? You won't
1: like her in the Lego Batman movie then because she's playing Harley Quinn. And Nate Torrance. Who's that guy? <clears throat> she's the perennial best friend in a rom-com. Uh. I don't think I've ever seen him before.
2: Um, Jenny Slate, I think, is great in it. Um, I don't know who that guy is or who
1: he plays. He's in, uh, Stephen Merchant's show. He's, like, his best friend in oh, okay, show.
2: I don't watch that show. I don't watch that show
1: yet, so... Uh, he's also in She's Out of My League. Playing, uh, oh, playing, yeah. Playing, uh... Yeah, She's Out of My Yeah, you know, the one with, um, Jay Baruchel? Baruchel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Zootopia. Okay. Definitely worth checking out. Um... My second favorite film of the year was Tina's third favorite, Fantastic Beast. Fantastic mm. Beast! Wow. Yeah, okay. I Really, really loved it, and I think I, I haven't seen it since we reviewed it okay. a little while back. But I, my fondness has grown. Oh wow! Okay. Um, I really. I've got to give it a second go <clears throat> because everyone keeps harping on about how good it was. But you know why I, I love it, is because it was so, like, it wasn't the biggest film of all time. It wasn't like this massive film that fi- you know like the way the, the harry potter films finished it was clearly the start of something mm. yeah and they did it really smartly it's sure. not the, the effects were big yes but it wasn't like an epic battle to end all battles yeah and you tell the characters have got a lot of development we didn't just like hit the ground running with yeah. like these characters who we're supposed to love from the start you i'll know? give
2: you that the character development is excellent like again like Especially, like, Jacob and Queenie, like, who... Mm. Again, probably don't get as much attention because you've got Eddie Redmayne in the lead, but those two characters
1: yeah. um, so lovable. Yeah, Just, I, I, like, I really think that in, like, seven years' time, when, say, we've got, like, they've done four films, yeah, that they'll be as iconic as, like... Harry Rondheim. Yeah, or, sure. like, you know, the Marvel... Sure, yeah, yeah Like definitely. So that, that's why it's... You know, like, it seems sort of counterintuitive to say it's up there as one of my favourite films because it wasn't, like... Uh, you know, like amazing, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's why I loved it because I think it was intentionally a bit sort of like blander, if you will. I know it's yeah, lower play. key, yeah, yeah, I think is yeah. the nice way to say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. So. Tina, too.
3: My number two is one that has already been set. It is Hail Caesar.
1: Great, wow, mm. oh, you guys are on the same yeah. wavelength like this year. It? Yeah. It's,
3: it's really good. I think I know think. what
2: your number one is. Then I have a feeling, I yeah. Know what it is.
3: Um, yeah, no, Hail Caesar was just fantastic it was everything that he just wanted it to be do you know what I mean like just the the colors and the way that it was shot and like just just a really good well-made film
2: it's you're right and there's one thing I forgot this is wonderful scene like if anyone's a Scarlett Johansson fan get ready to fall in love with it all over again because her introduction is this wonderful like 1940s like yes, yeah, you know when you see like the, the mermaid swimming, like, scenes yeah. or whatever, like it's so synchronized colorful?
3: swimming, and then like when you hear her talk, she's like, "So what's going on, boys?" Yeah, <laughs> sort of thing like that. But you it can tell just... she's
2: playing like the nineteen fifties like sex symbol, sex pod character, yeah. and just I mean like she already oozes that as it is, and mm. like she's just yeah, she's wonderful and It's is she sultry? Oh, of course. <laughs> if she was if she wasn't Black Widow, she would be my call for Poison Ivy. Really, oh. I'd say that. Yeah. Uh, but hey, yeah, Hail Sizz is number two. That's a mm-hmm. great one. Wow. Yep, I, both times you've chosen a movie that you've rated it higher. So. Mm. Um, I I'm think better you, than you. I guess. I think <laughs> you and I have the same number one. I have a feeling. You and me? Yeah. My number one film for 2016, guys. And it was tough and I wasn't sure whether to put this or not because I don't always like to, you know, I'm like, you know what, superheroes aren't real movies but they totally are. Superheroes are excellent movies. Let's say it at the same time. Uh, guys, my number one was Captain, Captain America: America's... Dawn of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, Civil Justice, War. No. Um, and when I when I chose this, I was like, "Oh, that's the obvious one." But then I was thinking, about, like, you know what? I haven't watched any other. I haven't rewatched any other movie this year more than Civil War. Mm. I think I watched it four times this year. Um, and the first you know the first sitting when I came out, I was like, okay, like was pretty good. Like it wasn't Dawn of Justice reaction where it's kind of like, oof. But I was like, wow, that was kind of slow. The sounds a bit dark. Like, it took a while to get going, whatever. The same way I felt about um, Rogue One. But then, like, I thought more about it. I'm like, actually, this is... It. Like, and especially that airport scene. But then when you rewatch it, it's so
1: perfectly constructed. Uh, and the thing is, there's so much... Sorry, I'm just going to jump in on this yeah, it's to it's one. my, it's yeah, my... Yeah, uh, It's like, uh, there's so much stuff that they obviously had for the film yeah. that there's still, like, plot twists and reveals... Well into the third act. Oh, of course. It's not just like... First is set up. Second establishes... Like Zemo as Yeah. As the main villain. And then the third is just like... How do we defeat him? Yeah. It's just... It's all... Like... They,
2: they've changed the game. Like it's not the same way. It's not like their villain... Like... It's not like when Iron Man fought... The bigger version of Iron Man. It's yeah. not like when <laughs> Hulk fought Asian. Like their villain... Not only is he... An intelligent villain... He, he's got nothing special about him. There's no powers. There's no suit. And... He, also... Like he wins... Like if you don't, like if you think about it really like at the end of that film like his goal was to stop the like to break up the Avengers it's like I can't beat them head on but I can make them fight themselves yeah. and tear them apart from the inside like at the end of that film and what I put in Rogers Steve Rogers quits being Captain America he mm. leaves that shield behind because he is no longer interested in being Captain America yeah as long as the state of America is the way it is like he can't work with the Tony Starks of the world and stuff like that not only that you introduce characters like Black Panther. Who uh, like is a kind of a character we've been waiting for for a long time, especially you know, people who have been huge fans of the character. To give him that introduction, to reintroduce Spider-Man after we've seen two other ones, to the point where everyone was like, "I know we've had five, can we have another Spider-Man movie, please?" Yeah. Um, the use of um, uh, Paul Rudd. Like, sparingly, but so perfectly done. Mm. Like, him meeting Captain America for the first time. so funny. And then him becoming Giant Man, like, another character we've never seen on screen before.
3: Just that whole fight scene.
2: That whole fight scene. The emotional, like, moment when you realise that they've been planning that Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents for years. Yeah. The seeds has been planted. Like, you didn't even realise. The use of Jim from Community as the university professor, like at the very start when he's doing the presentation he's like so is the fun money just for the students or can Uh, I have some money like he's really good in that um yeah like everything about it and it's not your traditional superhero film like it's a political drama Mm. it just happens to have some pretty great superhero fights in the middle but like William Hurt as like the Thunderbolt Ross (laughs) like he returns after like 10 years away from like when he was in the Hulk or whatever like he's back um scarlet witch actually does interesting stuff vision is even more interesting than previously done um even hawkeye like a character that no one cared about for the longest time like in avengers he was the joke but now like he actually has some stakes in the fight um marissa tomei as Aunt May, and that little back and forth between her and tony star yeah Yeah, that was good the more i think about it like it just works on every single level and I know we had other like spectacular films this year, like Doctor Strange, which is wonderful, like I love Doctor Strange as well, and Batman vs. Superman, which I grew to love after a couple of watches. Like but they were all kind of still fit the mould. Like Doctor Strange was a traditional Marvel film and Batman vs. Batman vs Superman, although doing a lot of different things up a lot of things, it was kind of like, hey, here's what's, here's the introduction, here's who you think the villain is. Oh wait, it's not, here's your final battle. And they did a lot of cool stuff with it. They introduced Wonder Woman, which was awesome, and they brought in Doomsday, which a lot of people didn't like, but I didn't mind. But Civil War is something different. Like they, I don't know, This might sound crazy. I think they made it a viable Oscar contender. Like yeah. Like it's a it's a political drama with costume heroes.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, but that costume heroes is what's gonna make it not.
2: Yeah, oh, unfortunately. That's right, unfortunately. One, yeah, I don't but, think it. I don't think you got uh, any. 19. I think. Just,
1: they just get everything. Like my final say about Marvel is, you know, I like I like the DC characters better, mm. but I just like Marvel. Just get everything right. Like the humor in, mm. like the drama in mm. these uh, films. This may not be as dark as say, like Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed mm. every single time Batman appears on screen. <laughs> yeah. But like, but how good is the um, the drama and then the the humor? Like, yeah, what yeah. about that scene when Steve Rogers kisses?
2: Um, Uh, Sharon Carter yeah and the two guys just watching yeah
1: they're just watching in the car that's so funny Mm.
2: and actually I'll say this as well like on top of it all this is the third movie in a series like it's Captain America 3 Mm. Mm. like it's not the first Captain America movie like those films have actually gotten better with each outing like Winter Soldier is great but Civil War I think tops it like yeah and not only that, it's also, like, what, the 12th film that Marvel had done, so it's, like, yeah. it's the sequel of a sequel of a Like, it's just, so yeah. far, most films kind of get worse as they go on, although we are, I think we're seeing, like, a, a change in trend, they tend to get worse as they go on. This one, like, you can tell, like, everyone involved has been working on the different films for so long that now they're, like, oh, we know how to get this perfect. Yeah, or Like, we can we can set it up visually, we can get all the actors, like performances on, on point, we can get the, all of the multi-layers of stories, like, it's just, it's so close to being perfect, mm. I guess. So that's why, even though I was a little bit reluctant at first, there was no question it was the number one film of the year for me. Cool. And for you. And for me.
3: But not for and me.
2: And for Tina. Oh, no. I have a feeling you're going to... No,
3: not for me.
2: I wonder if I can guess. I think you're going to so... surprise us with some Gas.
3: I think I am going to surprise you with some gas. It wasn't
2: really the segue, but you'll see no, it what it is. No, wasn't.
3: It. I was going to have a segue, but you just Do ruined it, it just didn't you? Me. Well, I was going to be like, well, we've had Danny Rad, you know, twice. Why not put him in for around three times? With Swiss Army Man being my what? top movie for 2016. Wow. Swiss Army
2: Man. Great film.
3: Great film. Like, really good film. Um, again, like, like I said uh, as a disclaimer beforehand... <laughs> Um, you know, these were films that I really, really liked. I wouldn't say any of them were like, it's amazing. But, uh, yeah, Swiss Army Man is just good. It's just fantastic. There's nothing bad to say about it, I don't think. Daniel Radcliffe plays a corpse fantastically well, which is not an easy feat to do. Um, and, um, it's funny, but it's also sad and it's serious. And what I love about it is that, um... It, it's not afraid to make comments on the things that people do when they're by themselves
0: yes you okay, know people
3: excellent. people talk to themselves people you know practice lines people um, you know make stupid little jokes or they play little games and that's what keeps you sane as a mm. human being and so I think it's really good that um, the the writer of this and the and the um, the the director of this, helped put that into the movie, so it didn't end up just being like a film where it's like a guy's lost, it's a guy trying to keep his sanity mm. while he's lost mm. sort of thing like that, and it was just really good, really well shot, beautifully shot.
2: Beautiful shot. That scene where they recreate the bus is...
3: Yeah, oh my god, that's exactly what I was just thinking,
1: Yeah,
3: you know oh, was just beautiful, and just really funny as well, yeah. you mm.
1: know. I have heard like, the, the Mac, when I think of that movie the main thing I think people talk about is farts mm. yeah and then yeah that just daniel radcliffe is really good as a corpse I, yeah. I will say that like when i saw his movie about farts i was like that's funny
2: but I feel like it's gonna get real old really quickly but somehow it's integral to the plot so you don't mind you like oh well that makes sense yeah. Yeah. Mm. like he does need to keep fighting like which is a funny thing to say like it sound... yeah, that's right um but yeah really good film yeah radcliffe is on point and paul dano like
3: He's yeah, one of those guys.
2: I, I see his face, I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch anything in Yeah, I know,
3: right? And
1: then I watched What was pa- the other
3: film that he was there in? There Will Be Blood. Yes, and we were just, oh, and just he's
1: like, in. Oh, he's in Prisoners as well. Drinking mm. Milkshakes, Left, Right, and yeah. the <laughs>
2: um, There we go, guys. That's the top wow, film we've 2016.
1: Done it. We have done it, eh? I think that's a pretty commendable list. I think we all like chose like, good mm. stuff. Um. I forgot to write this down, but before we go. Um, I've got a few more things to talk about anyway, so oh, okay. we can go for it. No, no, I was just <laughs> going to say, you potentially have this written down. Um, but like, any films people are looking forward to the for next year? That was gonna I
2: mean, be one of my things. Two th- things for, to look forward to into
3: I don't even know what's coming out in Well, do you want me
2: to give you a recap of everything? The new
3: Star Wars, the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, I suppose. I don't, I don't, I don't
2: think, be think Beasts is out next year. I think oh, it's okay. the year after. But Episode Eight is out next year. Mm-hmm. Do you know when? Yeah, it'll be December. It's every December oh. now. <laughs> um, but do you know what we've got to hold us over till then? Wonder we've got, Woman. We've got Wonder Woman. Yep. We've got Wonder Logan. Barman we've got the Lego Batman movie we've got Alien Covenant we've got season, the end of season 3 of Flash we have Game of, Game of Thrones season 7 we have Westworld season 2 we have everything Marvel which includes Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man um, Thor, Ragnarok no, Black Panther next uh. the year after uh, and then on TV we have The Defenders, Iron Fist and The Punisher TV shows season 3 of Rick and Morty is finally coming no. and this new M. Night Shyamalan film Split looks amazing
1: And that's like the tip of the iceberg. Like, that's the stuff that's been announced. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, a late cross to trailer trash. Go for it. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Christopher Nolan's new film as well. Oh, yeah. What's it called again? Uh, Dunkirk? Dunkirk. I haven't watched the trailer yet. It's got to win me over because this is the first time I haven't been excited about a film by Christopher Nolan because I thought, oh, it's his take on a World War II film. Mm. It'll blow all the rest out of the water. But I didn't really care for the trailer that much. I've heard that from a
2: couple of people. Yeah,
1: like, it just... Well, it just didn't... It might be a classic Nolan trick. A bait and switch? Yeah, like, you know, it might not even be about what I think it's about, but if it's literally just about evacuating troops off this beach, it's like, I don't need Christopher Nolan to do that film. I want him to do these epics, you know, like... um... Luna's just licking the floor, sorry, I got distracted. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's one of my... uh, I'm I'm really excited about that because he's got a flawless track record. Yeah. As you know, my favourite... Camera chap, yeah, director, one <laughs> way I would say. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and also of course episode eight. Yeah, I really just can't wait to see how they're going to play Luke Skywalker in these mm. new movies because when you still doing it, you don't have anyone speak in a film, yeah, that when in that in the same way that they didn't say was we haven't seen Luke Skywalker for 20 odd years in the it's 28 years or something. in Yeah, that. yeah. In the, in the story like it's so hard to like his first words have got to be something really mm. can't just be like hello <laughs> <laughs> yeah it
0: can't just be like be I wanted to be prison. on this island alone <laughs>
2: yeah um, also going to be the last film of Carrie Fisher so
1: we're going to see some I just hope that they've done the principal photography and no
2: she's, she's wrapped like everything oh. she's done she'd wrapped already okay so... that's good that's good um, so hopefully I have a feeling like maybe that character wasn't going to make it past 8 anyway I'd hate to see, like, a a shoddy rewrite where they're like, she died in space, like, (laughs) to kind of, like, cut it out or whatever. Um, I mean, the CG is so good at this point, they probably could just, like, digitally put her in, but I think they just need to give her a nice send-off and hopefully dedicate the film to her and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure they will, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, And the other thing, actually, there's another film coming out next year that I'm excited for, and that's the Beauty and the Beast live adaptation.
3: Yeah, that's right. With
2: Uh, Hermione Granger. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. I quite enjoyed Jungle Book. It didn't quite make my honorable mentions but I thought it was still pretty good for the most part
3: I uh, uh, I didn't put it in because that whole like a dooby doo, I wanna be like you yeah Crystal Walker, not wonderful was just
1: Wait, I haven't seen uh, I must catch up on all these trailers but who's playing the beast
2: uh, I'm not sure who the dude is and I don't
1: know what the story's about
2: oh actually we'll also have a Justice League movie come out next year as well guys. oh and Live By Night the new Ben Affleck film coming out very soon so I'm excited about that you and McGregor Oh, really?
1: Well, no, he's just in it. He's oh, playing... he's playing
2: the candlestick?
1: He's playing Lumiere. That's a candlestick. Mm-hmm. He's playing a candlestick?
2: Have you never seen Beauty and the Beast before? Okay, it's a talking candlestick and a cl- talking clock yeah. and a talking teapot. Um, yeah. Good movie, to get on it. Like, the anime one's, like, really good. Um, I guess before we go, guys, do you want to close out with some resolutions for 2017? Anything you want to do, either to better yourself or your film-going self?
0: Um,
1: well, the fir- I think the first... Half the year will probably be quite lean for me because I will be finishing my degree in June. And then we'll have Dr So it's your
3: resolution to finish your degree?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, if I haven't done it, you guys can kill me on the 31st of uh, December next year. Um, this year. Next year, because in one year's time, the 31st exactly, of yeah. Um So I think I'll just continue with, you know, having maybe one review each week, but then after that I'll try and match James.
2: Nice. Well, we'll probably try and keep the reviews leaner. I think it works better. Like, we're almost done so an hour and a half in, which I think is probably a little bit better than two hours, but mm. we'll see how we go. Like, the two-hour episodes, two episodes. Yeah. More bang for your buck, guys. Mm. Yeah. Any resolutions for you team
3: Um, stress less. Yeah. Um,
1: just do you do, this year.
3: Just what? Just
1: do you this year.
3: Yeah. Don't do James. <laughs> um, End the
1: year with the dirty, strictest told.
3: Um... Yeah, no, I don't know. Just, like, try and uh, be more organized. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, try and stress less and not let not let, um, stress get to me.
2: Sure. Well, as James, the person, I <laughs> want to try and finally shed some weight. I think once we get back from America and we're away from all that American food, I'm going to focus on uh, maybe slimming down a bit and... Uh, try and finish this writing project that I've been working on for almost a year and a half now. We'll try and get that finished. And as movie-going, James, uh, the Trudcast Network is in for a big revamp this year, and I'm going to be behind all that, starting with the fact that we're using proper recording equipment now, so that's good. And as movie-going, James, also, I want to try and beat my record. So last year I did 153 movies. This year I'd like to do... I'd like to break even, do 365 and 365,
1: That's a tough ask. It's
2: tough, but I am six for seven at the moment. Six movies in seven days. Um, But if I could just beat 153, that'd be kind of cool. I'm just lying down.
1: but I think she's still breathing, so that's okay.
2: (laughs) Um, Guys, that's going to wrap it up for not only past the remote, but for 2016.
1: What a year it's been.
2: It's been a great year, guys. This show has become one of my favourite things to do. Uh, And with four episodes in, we'll get a whole lot more episodes out next year. So... Until next week or next episode, whenever it may be, we might be a little, we might be a little bit delayed between this and next one because we're gonna be away. But until then, uh, I'm James Chalmers, and with you as always, Tina and Nick. And happy New Year, guys!
0: Shh, it's finishing.
2: <laughs> See you next week.